Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about season seven, or season six, episode seven, titled Heads Up. We just got done watching it. This is the one where they finally came back to Glenn, and we finally got a little bit of uh, info on his fate. What'd you think? I would say it's closure, except for it's more like openature. Yeah, opening the fresh wound, reopening it. I mean, what the, what do we say? What do we say that we didn't say before? Like we Nothing. knew, ex- yeah. we knew this was going to happen for like four weeks. It's Everyone like, knew. It's not like we were we were prognosticating the future here. It yeah. was just like fucking it was obvious and well, it happened and, exactly like everyone and had again, predicted and i wonder what had happened if they had just literally acted and went all out like you know had him in memoriam on the talking dead and just <laughs> literally pulled the rug rather than doing all the equivocating and doing the press release and i don't know yeah I- I just I don't think there was a good any good way to redeem this after no the way that I thought, they set it up. I thought it was a cheat because when they showed the angle of how him and Nicholas was, and then the angle of the bodies and everything when he wriggled under the dumpster, it was different. I thought that they missed a golden opportunity to have an echo back to the pilot. With you know Rick could have come in there and been like, "Hey, dumbass, you got yourself in a real situation." Yeah, yeah. And, which they'd already kind of done in that episode. I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm glad In- Ingrid, is, Enid, not in- Enid, Enid, sorry, yeah. Enid. Uh, I'm glad Enid is back because I kind of in- enjoy her character and the possibilities uh, she has with with Carl. Yeah, it seems uh, like she's you know struggling with some issues. Sure, <laughs> this JSS thing is. I-, I feel like she's executing on the plan, the JSS plan. What? Well, but that is manifesting itself in ways that I would not really feel are JSSing. So that's the one thing I think is interesting that all these different uh, solo survivors, like Morgan and Enid, and how they are maladapted and well adjusted to sur- survive in this world, and mm-hmm. and and you know those different. D- different things that are like again it's not what i would do but they were shaped by the forces that that uh well shape them they're shaped by the forces that shape them <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. into the shape that they're in as as we are yeah and uh i think that's kind of interesting yeah i mean so we haven't seen much of enid and i think the stuff we've seen has been fairly decent yeah um but kind of out of context for the most part uh i i still don't feel like i have a great handle on enid as a character yeah just like, why is she? Look, I get it. Her parents died, uh-huh. but kind of everybody has had someone close to them die in this but scenario. She's also and like, she's also like sixteen. She is, and she was on the run by herself, and that takes a toll. Like, I'm trying to think of what what would happen to Carl if, like, prison era Carl, everyone in his group had died, and he'd he'd been yeah. forced to wander alone for a year or more. Yeah, uh, I bet he'd be pretty feral too. Maybe so. Maybe so. She's she's just kind of checking out of this society. So I I don't know. It's nice to see a little bit more of her. She seems like a, a character I can get with. Uh, I there's a lot of other stuff in this, like Spencer crossing the Spencer this trying to Batman. Um, is he trying to steal some crackers to make up for what he took from the? Is he finally feeling bad about his pantry raid? Well, he is trying to set things right for sure. So, yeah. He's feeling bad about I, not protecting the town like he should. I don't. What about Ron? I don't really know. What about Ron and the Carl Rick? I, I 
I love the way Carl is treating this. Like he's actually <laughs> seems like he's enjoying lording it over and giving yeah. this guy advice in a format where he has to take it. And it can't end well. I mean, the stuff that we saw from Ron this episode, stealing bullets, walking yeah. up behind Carl with a gun. Yeah. Something's going to go down there. It's not good. None, none of it is good. And none of it is what Carl expects, I guess, from him. Like, does Carl not think that he's got this in him to come after That's him? That's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe he thinks that he has the absolute upper hand on this guy. Yeah. Because like, he, he is rubbing he it in the whole episode. He doesn't see him as a threat. It's like, I've already grabbed your face and shoved you down. You can't scare me. Stole your girl. Stole, yeah. There's there's nothing you have that I'm not better at. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except maybe stealing your dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is that what he's going to do now? My dad did just beat up your dad. He killed. He That's executed true, yeah. your father. Like, every way I can, I can one-up you, I have done it. It's so true. far, yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where that goes exactly, but it can't be anywhere good. I'm sure. Uh, what about Morgan and his wolf experiment? His, uh, his, now Carol's found his out wolf about it. rescue. Carol's gonna put going. the kibosh on it, right? Like, there's she can't let this continue. I don't. The way it's it seemed to sting her when Sam said, "If you kill people, you become a monster too," right? That's how oh, it worked with my no. daddy and. I kind of think that maybe she's ready to take a hard swing back to Pansyville. The cookie plan's backfiring on her? I Yeah, she seems like she feels genuine remorse that maybe she's been too Rambo. Which... But why would she? Why would she after this attack by the wolves and like I, I where know, she's right? needed to be ruthless that's and that kind saved of... the town? Sure. She single-handedly saved this fucking town. Sure, no. I think that that would feel like that she would be riding high on a, a wave of self-righteousness, yeah. I would think. So I hope next episode she lays down the law and Morgan is just like, look, you can't, you can't do this. And I'm going in here, I'm going to kill this guy, and we're going to be done with it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only real thing that Carol should be doing here. But I don't know. They, they kind of cliffhang, cliff, cliff hung, cliffhangered yeah. that as well. The other thing to talk about is Michonne's reaction to the barley equals intellect plan. Yeah, what's going on with Deanna? <laughs> she seems to be back to a normal human being not even but, normal like she's almost reset back to her extreme optimism not listening to what people yeah. are saying like rick said some genuine vin and, and rick has gone back to kind of vintage crazy rick uh why are you trying to save people what the hell yeah it's i don't know it's interesting because i don't think tara did anything wrong there like i don't even know how He's talking about, like, you could have been killed and all this stuff. I don't know. How could she have been killed? Well, the Did only I thing I can that? think of is that they were really concerned. Like, and there's, uh, you know, this is the way the instant take sometimes chaps my ass. But there's a lot of talk in the beginning about how you don't want to shoot guns in uh, in regarding Ron's request to get some training. Because we shoot guns too close to the wall. They'll all group up in one spot. And then we'll okay. have a problem. And then that gunfire well, went into the weakened section of the wall. It was right there by that tower. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like they're hinting that the zombies pushing against the tower is what actually caused it to collapse. Really? Because they kept on showing shots of them, them, the zombies groaning and the tower starting to slowly, you know, shift into that direction. So I guess huh. Rick is saying that all this commotion and, you know, whatever might have d- done what so. exactly happened. Okay. Now I gotta say, hmm. 
I don't know that I buy that that tower collapses on Reg's walls a cold rolled and <laughs> it folds over like a, a sheet of aluminum foil. All right. Well, I because it it's withstood a speeding semi. And, you know, that that was like a right-angle force. This is like, you know, that, that wall is like a razor blade. When it falls against it, it's like it just kind of leaned over, right? You know, I'm not I'm not a physicist. I'm not a structural engineer. <laughs> uh, we were wrong about the supports. So yeah, I we were. I don't know that we can say anything official about this we wall. We were. But if, like, if that was like made of masonry, but that's like, you know stick construction like i don't just i just don't know how much force it can it can bring to bear against the the cold rolled but regardless we're heading into the mid-season finale next week the walls are fucked yep alexander is going to have 20 a posse of zombies rolling 20 deep i'm excited into the foyer and things are about to get crazy this is what i've wanted since oh i don't know episode one <laughs> yeah of this season yeah, well, no, your 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 herd thirst has been kind of going since mid season four. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I remember that's when you really started gagging for it. Yeah, the only other thing I need to see out of this show, and then we're done, then we can stop this podcast. Is a uh, zombie baby, zombie baby. Yeah, okay. zombie baby and the herd coming through the walls, and we're good. All right. Uh, I don't know what else we want to say about this. I feel like there's a. Uh... Maybe a little bit more that we're missing. There's a lot. There's a there's a mess of talk about uh, Glenn and Enid and Maggie and I, I don't know about all that, but yeah, I mean, did you think? I, okay, because we can't. We have to set a time. We should get like literally a kitchen timer and set it like five minutes. Put it on the table for a podcast Tuesday. This is how long we can bitch about the situation, Glenn. But I thought it was especially galling. You know, we pointed out the the fire escapes and whatnot that they could use in that alley. It's particularly galling to have Glenn sprint down that thing unobstructed. <laughs> like that. Oh my god! That you can't say that's an oversight if you write it into the script four episodes later as a method of egress. Yeah, yeah. No, that was pretty annoying. That's yeah. There's so many things wrong with that scene. Uh, but we can't we can't bitch about it. It's, it turns out that people have a, a particular appetite for that, and and yeah. uh, they've hit all you can eat buffet levels, like sometime in the middle of last episode, apparently. So the other thing I guess I'm curious about is what Michonne thought of the plans that Deanna drew up. Mm. Like she looks at them, and I think like that shot is just her kind of taking them in. I don't think she has any real what reaction. Was Michonne to it? before the apocalypse? Have they ah, ever mentioned it? it? I. Th- think so i because i i I mean they we saw her life but she could have been a housewife she could have been a high-powered attorney she could have been you know because she was she was in an upscale kitchen dressed like really killer and all of her her the two guys there were also dressed really nicely and sharp and you know it's like one of those rachel ray type kitchens where she's got like stainless steel shit and bamboo this yeah cutting boards and like everything's just she's you know like i feel like that you know, it's different than like seeing Carol around the kitchen table snapping beans ready for cannon. Like there, you can make some assumptions about the socioeconomic standings of both. And sure, she seemed to be well off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I, I can't feel remember like they what told she us, was. But I, I don't know for sure. 
uh why do you why do you ask that um like, because she, are, i was what, some kind of planner well <laughs> i mean we know like, jackie was she was like a city some kind of city zoning planner and we know that okay. like andrew was an attorney i just wonder if there, she had some kind of professional interest that we don't know about so far that she was taking a special interest in these plans yeah, because it was a weird why, scene to have her be the ones that kind of pour over the yeah she's as far as i know the Const the secondary constable of this town like right rick's the constable she's like a deputy or or co-constable i don't i don't know yeah not sure exactly what their relationship is but yeah she's law enforcement for sure uh i don't know i don't know it didn't seem like she had a real reaction like negative or positive it was just like these are plans right right so I, maybe they're good plans maybe they're bad plans i can't tell with this show what i see Barley equals intellect. I think bad plans, but okay. But maybe the show has other ideas. I said a quick because I I had an opinion, an impression. Of, I don't I didn't know why I had the impression of what she did pre-apocalypse, and it turns out in the comic books, I guess they've revealed a little bit of her past. That's probably where I got it. So I don't want to talk about that. Okay. It's a little bit of spoilery, but yeah, I was trying to think is like what did she have that was like a some kind of professional interest in it? Because otherwise, it's a scene that I didn't know made a lot of sense. What do you think about the scene where Rick sits uh, Morgan down, says, "Hey, you need to you need to kill people." Hey, are we on like, the same page about how the world me? is? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good argument. Like, it's hard to you throw Rick's actions right back in his face and say, "Yeah, if no, you would have killed me, I sure. wouldn't be here." And now, but I'm then Morgan a, says the whole butterfly flapping theory of like, you know, but if you hadn't. Maybe everyone would still be alive. Like I, I don't yeah, know yeah. how to evaluate my moral and ethical actions in this universe and the cause and effect, the chain that you. And I think that's the point he's trying to make to Rick too, right? Like you're so certain about this, but right. really none of us can be certain about it. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I see guys like the wolves, and I'm like, yeah, kill him. Kill but him he's cause... essentially making the Gandalf argument. You know, there are there are many living that deserve death and there are many dead that deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Like, can okay, you, wizard? okay, wizard man. Like, that. what is that? Should I just do nothing? I should sit on my hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this entire series. You should allow yourself to be eaten by I'm, zombies. I'm pretty sure Frodo got to do some snicker snacking with his Vorpal Blade. Mm. But, so, I don't even know how, <laughs> how much that advice. It's, the, it's a whole war of the ring and war a lot of people died. Sure. I, I don't know. Like that's, it feels like the kind of conversation you would have about what you should do in a modern situation. Like this yeah. happened, should we go to war, or that happened, should we institute the death penalty? When people are being set on fire and hacked to pieces, I don't know how you can stop and make that distinction. Yeah, you, yeah, you it's, it's a philosophical stop. argument versus the reality of the situation. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. it's like you know, it's like, yeah, you're right, but. I feel like safe and sorry is the way to go in this world. Yeah. Like, it's it, like, yeah, you're right. But what actions does that lead to? You're Anything? right. And, but the thing is like Rick, yeah, you can kind of put his actions, throw it to his face. But like if Rick had found Morgan in a vacuum, he would have absolutely killed him. The reason he didn't is because he knew the man that Morgan used to be. And that pity yeah. and kind of like you were that man once you can be it again, state his hand. If you're just dealing with a random raving lunatic, I don't know that you can take that chance. Sure. Like Rick sure. says, I don't take chances in this world anymore. That's one thing I've learned, which seems healthy. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're, you're putting in some other sinister plan that you can't see in the motion, but I don't know that you can really risk that because 99 times out of a hundred, letting a crazy person have a gun and letting them go is going to blow up in your face. 
Yeah, and I mean, Rick saw that in the prison, right? I mean, when he met the new people that they found in the prison, yeah. one of them was looking to just kill him. Yeah. And so. he's like, all right, I got to kill you now. <laughs> it's just how it goes. So I, I don't know. There, there'll be a lot more to talk about in the full podcast, I'm sure. We stayed to... So what do you think of Stephen Young's comment to the fan? Because we stayed to... We were... With all the mishandling and the weird stuff they did with the handling of Glenn's fake death... We wanted to see, like, was this going to be like, I'm sorry for, you know, making you feel like I was dead or hope I didn't give you guys a heart attack or anything. It was basically like Walking Dead fans are the best fans in the world. Pander, pander, it's pander. Spin. It's spin. Glad that yeah. I'm back and I can share my story with you some more. And It's complete bullshit because nobody was like, yeah, that's the best Glenn moment ever. No, no, not a single person I saw yeah. actually liked that moment. And it's. It's just dishonest. I mean, it's, it's AMC be weird like because... saying, please get in here and help us manage this thing and spin it like we're somehow not fucking it up. I mean, and the other thing is, like, I just don't know what they're going to do if Glenn dies in the future. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, they could show him die for one. But what I'm saying is there is a large part of the audience that already spent their grief. Mm, yeah. I mean, the biggest fuck you they could have done is, you know, he wriggles under a dumpster and then just ends up getting bit and dies anyway. Of course, yeah. But, like, other than that, faking the death and then, you know, either, I, I mean, either he has now got permanent character shields and cannot die, or if he, if he does finally die, I just, mm. Eh. It's the boy who cried wolf. It's the Glenn who cried death. Yeah, and I don't want to get in and predict too early. I'm just... Okay. You know, we'll 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 let Fair them enough. see what they do and where they take it from here. But are I think glad it was Glenn just is alive? a clusterfuck the just, entire time. Are we glad Glenn is alive? Uh, yeah, I like Glenn. Like on balance, I think going out like that would have been uh, the only reason that would have made it a good artistic choice is if to make a statement about this world and how yes. pointless it is. They could have made his death really valuable in that sense. Yeah. In how pointless it was. But but this way is, is so, the worst of all worlds, and yeah, it's also kind of muddied, really, kind of the whole Nicholas and Aiden arc that he went on. Like, I is this going to change his worldview? It seems like Glenn is still the same sh- sunshine Pollyanna guy he's been through ninety nine. Uh, other than the time Maggie was actively being threatened with rape, and he was duct taped to a chair and left for dead with a zombie, he's yeah. been pretty Pollyanna sunshine. Yeah. And I feel like this should change him in some way. Like, I did this action. But his action, situation didn't change, I right? rolled this dice, and it almost cost me, you know, uh, and not just my life, but, but what this means with Maggie and our child and, and him not having a father growing up. Like, I, I feel like it has to change him somehow. If it doesn't, I'm going to be even more disappointed than I am. So you're right. There is a little more wrapped up in it uh, this time, but this is not the first time that Dickless has almost got him killed. Not even close to the first time. But this is the first time he so, chose to, like, instead of ending you like I should. No, he, Dickless tried to kill him in the woods. Sick walkers on him and and straight up kill him. That was the first time he And tried. He, he goes in, he beats him senseless, and then he brings him back to town. Like, yeah, that this was is the, the exact same, the exact same thing. You know, like I'm gonna bring him back instead of killing him when he tried to kill me. But giving a speech to and Maggie now about I want to give these people chance and they need to learn and don't know how to learn and are scared and threatened. Like I feel like he should be a little bit more hardline about bullshit in Alexandria from here on out. Or else, <laughs> what did we learn, <laughs> if anything? But it, what did it actually cost him? Right? Is is in the end like you don't think that's he almost that's, got killed, but he didn't. You don't think that's a moment of clarity? How many times has Glenn almost been killed? 
That's... He got lowered in a well by his friends. Well, that's God's the funny sake. thing about Maggie talking about these risks he takes and all that stuff. You are the you were part of the people lowering him into a well. Yeah. To deal with a bullshit waterlogged zombie in season two, almost got him killed for no good reason. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the all time like mind blown moments. So don't be coming yeah. a high and mighty. I know I, your. I history. gotta say, season six, Glenn does not fucking get lowered in a well. He yeah, calls bullshit been, on it, and he says, I'm out. He'd been, I will dig another fucking well before I get anywhere near. Yeah, he's yeah. really changed a lot. He's come he's around. Not as, he's not the pushover he used to be, Exactly, sure. yeah. So that's, Even that's with good. Rick, he's the one, like, even Daryl doesn't stand up to Rick like Glenn does. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Daryl says, I don't like it, but I'll still back your play. Glenn's like, mm-hmm. hell no. I've got, I'm a fam- I have my own fucking family now, thank you very much. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. all we got for this episode. No podcast. Not, no, that's not true. We're going to have a podcast this Tuesday where we'll have uh, full coverage. Uh, go to uh, email watchingdead at baldmove.com or forums.baldmove.com uh, to give us a piece of your mind. Yeah. Also, it's going to be Thanksgiving this weekend. It's going to be Black Friday. You can go out and get crushed to death at Walmart for a shitty LCD TV. That's a guarantee. The Walmart uh, guarantee. Uh, but or you could shop on online on Amazon, Amazon.baldmove.com. If you use that link instead oh, of just going to Amazon, it actually uh, helps support Bald Move because we get a cut of that little action. It's true. And uh, again, I'm a, I'm you know I, I eat my own dog food. I'm a big believer in taking the stress out of Christmas shopping. Uh, using, doing most of it on Amazon. It's 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 easy. You could do it in your underwear. You could do it on your couch. Sure. You can do it while you're listening to Stephen Yung apologize to putting you through this experience. You can't do that any other... Like, he's not going to be at your Walmart. He's not going to be at Target. I might actually catch Talking Dead tonight. I'm Considering pretty curious Into the about Badlands is on while we're doing this, and yep. now we can watch it. Kind of curious about seeing how... Because it's a, everyone... I want to see Gimple sweat. All, all the people accountable. Yeah. Always accountable. They're all here. Gimple... You know, and do you think that... What are the odds that... Uh, Hardwick is going to actually put a tough question. Like, I'm not like like I, I, think I don't a, think he'll a press soft the pitch issue. a soft pitch version of a hardball question is. Yeah, there's a lot of mixed reaction to this from the fans. Do you have any comment about the controversy? Yes. Like, and that's the slowest pitch. And then yeah, no follow up or anything. Uh-huh. Let him say that. Hey, the Walking Dead fans, the best fans in the universe. You know, we're grateful about for all the support. That, that made us feel good that they're so <laughs> passionate about. Yeah. Um, they don't surf Reddit, apparently. Do you think that they'll even have that extent of, like, just acknowledge that there I think was so. any... Really? I think that's exactly what they'll do, yeah. Okay. I feel like that's, yeah, that's the bare minimum they have to do, or else I don't even know why you have those two guys on the show. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you on Tuesday. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya. See ya.